Greg Collins Substitute Teachers Lounge. Take a moment and decide what your favorite grade level to teach is. I'm cutting back to about two or three days a week. So I'm going to specialize a little bit, and I'm going to have a preference for sixth grade. Let's talk about why, and let's talk about maybe how to come up with what your preferences are. All right, guys, two things are funny to me today. We had an episode on leverage. I was even going to say not too long ago, but I very rarely do this. I actually went back to find the episode number. It was episode 129. It was about leverage, and when you as a substitute teacher develop some leverage, you can start doing your own thing a little bit rather than you having to go where they tell you to go, you can be a little bit more selective, okay? That's, again, what we're going to talk about today. You know, I've always thought, if I had one of you all give me one of my topics from a previous episode, I probably wouldn't even say exactly the same thing. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 129 I won't talk about leverage in the way I did then. In fact, I might even say something today that contradicts what I said back then. I'm not going to go back and listen to it. You're free to do that, episode 129. By the way, when I say episode numbers, 90% of the people that listen to this podcast listen through Apple, and Apple does actually list that episode number. It assigns episode numbers to that. So that's how I know it is episode 129. That's almost a year ago, 46 weeks. Go back and listen to that one. This one, we're going to talk about more of specialization because you all, if you listen every week, I'm not going to go over it again, but you know that I've cut back. I don't feel the need to substitute. I definitely don't want to do long-term anymore. And I've cut back to two or three days, especially during my hectic part of my volleyball schedule, because there's some matches that I know are going to go late just because of the two teams that are playing. They're really competitive with each other, and it's probably going to be a late finish. And I've gotten to the point where I like to get home, jump into my inflatable hot tub, even if that pushes me you know, to 1130, whatever, and then just chill out the next morning. So I've cut back. Now, given that, I am still getting calls all over the place, so much so that I'm embarrassing myself for having to say no too often. I'm worried that I'm going to get crossed off their list, but I, I never have so far. And I've had to turn some days back in for family things, personal things, errands I had to run. And I feel guilty about it, but I don't feel as guilty about it as when I did episode 129 because there's just things that come up. I'm retired. I do this for fun more so than money, and that's just the way it is. The other funny thing I wanted to mention, I can guarantee that when you saw the title of the podcast, and of course you never know from my titles if I'm really going to talk about you know, I might be leading you to a certain direction and then change my mind or 
turn it around just for entertainment purposes or catchphrase purposes. I might not even be talking about that topic. Today, I'm pretty specific. I am trying to specialize. Since I'm only doing two or three days a week, I try to make those days my favorite age group, and that is the sixth grade. Now, as I say that, some of you just cringed because you may not like to teach sixth grade. Some of you, in fact, I'm going to venture to say, I might be wrong about this, but I'm going to venture and say that I think the majority of you that listen are probably elementary school substitute teachers. And I don't want to say it's my least favorite to do because I've never done it. I did one fifth grade out of four years, one fifth grade day out of four years. I swore that I would get into it more this year, but now I've cut back. I probably won't do elementary school at all. I know some of you guys love it. I don't. I love that age group. I'm not saying that, but I don't think I want to teach that age group. The main reason why, and this is not to belittle or pump up any age group over the other, I think by the time you get to, here's here's my first point about sixth grade. You know, I've got this feel that sixth grade is the first real age group where you're throwing out a little bit more meatier topics, not like what you would have in high school. You talk about some very meaty topics, very controversial things in high school. I like high school too, but I have noticed that I am migrating towards sixth grade. The other night, I I had an open night. I went to a volleyball match because one of the teams in our area, I had seen all the teams in our area play several times, some as a referee, some as a spectator. I had a night off, and I realized one of the groups that I hadn't seen play uh, was playing that night. So I went there, and it just so happened a sub job popped up, and I didn't recognize the teacher's name, but it just so happened that a teacher that teaches at that elementary school, or at elementary, I got elementary on the mind now, at that middle school was sitting right behind me and I said, do you know this person and what grade does she teach? And she told me, oh, that's sixth grade. And I said, well, I love sixth grade. I'm going to take that. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to record this this episode because I can tell I like sixth grade most you be thinking about what you like most. I'm going to tell you mainly about why I like sixth grade more. And within that, I'll talk a little bit why I don't like certain grades as much. And I will set out this caveat because I know there are still some of my former students that listen to this. This has nothing to do. If I if I rip into one grade and it's the grade I had you, it doesn't have anything to do with you because I can guarantee you, if you're one of the ones that's listening to this podcast, you're probably not one of the ones that I'm referring to when I talk about that age group. You're one of the ones that kind of go out of your way and do special things and all that good stuff. So let's talk about sixth grade and why I like it so much. There are, for the most part, two grades that end up going from, there used to be a phrase called big man on campus, 
man used generically for mankind, I guess, you go from being the oldest at your school to the youngest at your school. Those two groups are sixth grade and freshman year of high school. Now, I'll tell you why I, I love teaching freshmen. That's probably my favorite group to teach in high school for a little bit of the same reasons I'm getting ready to share. But I don't like the freshman group as much as I like sixth grade because the freshmen are beginning to develop their attitudes. You're going to, most of the students are going to be absolutely wonderful. Some are going to come into high school more so than they would sixth grade. They're going to come into high school wanting to figure out, all right, I was big man on campus before. How am I going to maintain that? Am I going to, I don't know, grow a mullet to stand out? Am I going to get this particular piece of jewelry to stand out? My dress code is going to be more relaxed. Am I going to wear certain kinds of shirts? You know, you still there's still a dress code, of course, but freshmen as a rule are going to, high schoolers as a rule, are going to push that to the limit. And before I come across too harsh, I did the same thing. So don't think anything about that. That's, that's just who they are. It's an expression year. It's a year in which they like to exp- express themselves. Let's back up then in sixth grade. Sixth grade, they're still young enough to, I don't know, be molded. I don't know if that's the correct phrase, but here's how I describe sixth graders come in. They are now, I will say freshmen are probably more deer in the headlight mentality than sixth grade is. Sixth grade has just been gone from being the oldest in their school, fifth graders, to the youngest in their school, sixth graders. And I don't want to use cuddly because that's going to be interpreted the wrong way. They're just, I don't know, they're, they, they come up beside you and they're young enough that they still like to pal up and, and be buddies and all that kind of stuff. They love to be joked with. You can get away with humor in the sixth grade more so than you can in high school because even if high schoolers think it's funny, they might not laugh because they think it's uncool to do that. Sixth graders still have that giggle. I love to hear them in class when something funny is said. I love to hear the way they ask the questions. It's it's so hilarious that the first long-term group I taught four years ago were sixth graders, and now I'm teaching them some. I, I did a lot last year, but some this year in high school as sophomores. So it is funny to hear how voices change. <laughs> they all get a little bit deeper. I was getting ready to say something that probably isn't going to sound that nice, but guys, I don't recognize their voices anymore. Even the girls, whether you know, they go from that little giggly girl to even their voices change a lot. So so it's kind of funny to see that. But sixth graders, man, they more so than any other class that I've taught want to listen to you. They still want to get the attention of the class. In fact, if anything, sixth graders get in trouble because They can't yet control how to stand out in their class. They go too far sometimes. They take humor too far, not in a bad way, but 
too much of it, I guess. But they're just, you know, I keep wanting to call them huggy. I don't hug anybody, but they're huggy kids. They want to, they want you to notice them. And they, they do want, you know, I've had sixth graders more so than any other group ask me, am I your favorite? Well, they don't really mean that they have to be your favorite. But what they really mean is, I want you to notice me. I, I think you as a substitute teacher are important. I want to know what you have to say. I want you to joke around with me. I want you to share your personal stories. It's probably going to be close to a story that I've shared. You know, watch out, by the way, if you tell sixth graders to start sharing stories, they might get into a personal story you got to be careful because they don't have as much of a filter as maybe the high schoolers do. And I know right away you're thinking high schoolers have filters. Well, I'm saying it in this way. High schoolers do know perhaps when to stop sharing a story that might be hurtful to somebody. Not always, but I'm talking like maybe from a family situation. Sixth graders just kind of rip off whatever they want to say and you're on your way. But sixth graders, I think they're easier to manage. Notice I didn't say control. I don't want to control them, but I like the way sixth graders behave in class. You're going to have some troublemakers just like you do in every class you teach. But with sixth graders, at least in my area, they seem to settle down more. So the main reasons I like sixth graders is when you have to get strict with them, they seem to settle down more quickly. They seem to appreciate my stupid humor more so than any other group. So obviously I'm going to like them, right? And they just seem to want to have as much fun in class as possible where the older bunch might think it's not cool to do these things. The younger bunch might not be ready for these things. And so sixth grader is my sweet spot. Now, I want you to think, what is your sweet spot? And really, the bottom line of this is, if you're getting to the point now that you've made a lot of schools happy, you've made a lot of teachers happy, you get calls constantly from teachers you don't often even have to look at Frontline anymore or SubAlert, whatever it is you're using, because the teachers are coming to you. Well, you are now getting to the point that you can be a little selective, especially if you want to cut back. I mean, I, I use, I think I've gotten to the point that maybe I'll do mainly sixth grade from this point forward because I've cut back. I get a lot of calls in that area. I can see those areas. You got to have some connection so that you know how you can find out what teacher what teaches what groups. Now, remember, you're still going to have schools that, and I know this is at the top of every substitute teacher's most disliked things, but there's still that chance that you're going to get switched when you get to that school to a different class just because of who calls in absent. And a lot of times it's a little flattering because they know if they have a rougher class and that you can they and they know you can handle it, they'll put you in there. So it's kind of flattering that they think you can handle that over someone else so they move people around. At the same time, 
I like to go where I told them I would go. So find your sweet spot, specialize a little bit. I guess you can call this the leverage episode part two, but get to that point where you're doing yourself a favor and teaching the year you like to teach most and you're going to be happy about it. I guarantee you. 